Well, it's time now for the morning line here on KMA. As we've already reported today, Shenandoah City Council last night approved Stage 4 water conservation. With us in the studio with more on this development and others from last night's council meeting is Shenandoah Mayor Roger McQueen. Good morning to you, Roger. Good morning, Mike. Good to have you back with us. And uh, first of all, uh, let's get into Stage 4 water rationing. What is What are some of the provisions in Stage 4 water conservation? How do they differ from what we've had in stage three there there's not a, a lot of difference this is probably going to affect more the high-end users uh than it will the uh the uh homeowners uh you know we're still asking you know not to wash your car not to use a hose for anything uh you know we're not shutting down car washes laundromats or anything like that anything that has to uh, continue to have water to make a, a business and make a, a living we understand so uh yeah it's just a little more step up uh, stage four as far as the high end user and so uh this is just because of the continuing decline in our wells and uh when uh, tim martin our water superintendent uh, gives us his reports and uh uh, you know, I uh, value his opinion, and when he tells us we're in this condition, uh, then uh, we have to act on it. And like I've been saying all along, we need to be proactive and not reactive. So, uh, you know, we're putting things in place to make sure that we can conserve. Uh, I think the citizens have done a great job. I appreciate everything they've done. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not out of water. We're not going to be limiting people on when they can take a bath or whatever. Uh, but we just have to continue to conserve. Uh, you know, responding to what Tim Martin, uh, the city water superintendent, was saying regarding the level in the wells, how dire is the situation right now with the, 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 the amount of water that's in our water wells? Well, sadly, it's probably to a point that, uh, you know, a uh, few of the guys out at the water plant have ever seen it this low. Uh, and like he explained last night at the meeting, you know, these pumps, if that water gets uh, so low uh, or just above the screens or whatever, you know, it'll shut those pumps off and we can't have that. And uh, I, I think Tim's main concern on this is what happens if we would have a power outage? What happens if, uh, you know, something uh, would affect these wells not producing? Uh, and so he wants to, uh, since they're all online right now, he wants to continue to do that uh, to make sure that, you know, uh, we're, we're conserving where we can and keeping those well uh, levels where they need to be. How concerned right now is the city that this dryness and the situation with the water wells will extend into next spring and summer, especially when you know, we have the city swimming pool that's supposed to be opening up and things like that? How, how big of a concern is that right now? This is going to be a long-running thing. That's a good question. I mean, uh, you know, we're very concerned about it because uh, uh, if you look back at the last four or five years, the uh, snowfall we've gotten has been very minimal. Uh, you know, we haven't picked up any moisture at all this fall. Uh, and so, yeah, it is. It's, uh, you know, going into spring is going to be very concerning. Uh, another thing there is we can hope that water the water will uh, we'll get some rain up north and the river will come up. That'll be a little bit of a plus. But, uh, you know, we're in the process of getting those two new wells drilled. Uh, that'll be a big help uh, in our plan for uh, the uh, uh, getting some uh, uh, for you know over to the fremont uh oxford and and getting that you know will be in place but that's still two years down the road so you know our, our our thing right now is to get these two new wells drilled uh keep conserving as best we can and hopefully we'll see some moisture you know between now and first of april i hope getting back to what you were talking about with uh, the public and how they've uh, been receptive to this 
Overall, uh, how well have they responded? Have you had to charge anybody uh, for violating uh, stage three? Is that still a concern? Nope. Everybody's been very cooperative. Uh, I, uh, you know, last time I believe uh, I reported that we had uh, three times where the uh, police department was called and I haven't heard anything. That number hasn't changed any. Uh, and those were, of course, just warnings, just reminding people that's the way, you know, we have to do this mm-hmm. to conserve. And so I would say overall, like I say, I'm, I'm very pleased with what the citizens have done because, uh, you know, they don't understand that just a little bit of conservation can make a, ro- a, lo- a lot of difference when you're dealing with a population of over 5,000. Now, if anybody has any questions about uh, the Stage 4 water conservation, they should contact the City Water Department, right? Correct. Yeah, Tim would like to answer anybody's questions if they have concerns on that. You can always call out there. Uh, it's in the book, you know, under the Shenandoah Water Plant. Uh, and uh, Tim Martin will be happy to explain anything, answer any questions you have. Uh, as far as the ordinance itself, if you have any questions on that, uh, feel free to call City Hall at 246-1213. You know, we'll be happy to go over what the ordinance reads uh, in the Stage 4 today. So. Well, from water, we're going to go to junk. Uh, okay. Also, last night, the, the council approved the fall citywide cleanup report and authorized the city clerk to execute a check for expenses incurred to Shenandoah Sanitation, which was around $11,000. Now, from your standpoint, how successful was this one-day, one-shot fall cleanup event you had on October 28th? Oh, I, I would say overall this was a was a success. Uh, you know, this was something that was brought up shortly after the uh, spring one. And, uh, you know, I, I'd say overall it, it was uh, very well received and the citizens took full advantage of it. And, uh, yeah, you know, the total cost was about 11000 But, you know, anything we can do to continue to clean up our town and make the, make uh, Shenandoah look nice is, is, in my opinion, is worth it. So uh, I appreciate people that took the time and, and took their stuff down there to get rid of it before winter. Uh, you know, definitely we're going to look at this again next year. Uh, I don't know if it would be something we'll spread out to two days or, or just do continue to do the one. But, you know, here's something else. If we can do it and uh, it benefits the citizens uh, and uh, it cleans up properties, I'm happy with it. And overall, how did the amount of materials collected compare with, say, the spring cleanup? Do you notice any difference in it? Well, according to what they said out there, it, it seemed like maybe it was a lot more uh, junk than just uh, – uh, how do I say that? You know, your, your normal stuff that you would pick up in the springtime that got left over from the winter or whatever. Uh, but overall, you know, according to Dave Riley out there, you know, uh, it, was a, it was a great turnout. And the stuff that was brought in was all acceptable. And, uh, you know, they didn't have a lot of stuff that uh, tires and, and paint and batteries and things like that. So, you know, overall, I'd say it was a, a success. And I think people took full advantage of it. As we've talked about before, I mean, the idea was to try to get rid of a lot of junk before the winter sets in. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's kind of accomplished its main goal? I think so. I think from what uh, what I've been told and what those guys uh, uh, reported that was coming in out there, I think it did. Um, you know, this way this stuff doesn't set around all winter and, uh, and, you know, get worse. And then you have a junk pile underneath the snow. In snow, I say tongue-in-cheek because I surely hope we get some. But, uh, you know, no, I I think it was great. And uh, uh, I'll be interested to see if some other uh, towns that do the uh, spring one start looking at doing a fall one, too. Most people know you're a former Park and Rec board member. You were for many years. And last night you uh, paid a salute to the members of the Park and Rec board, primarily some 
outgoing member is Sherry Lindbergh, who is uh, no longer going to be on the board as of this election. Talk about uh, the job that Sherry and the other members of the park board have done over the last few years, especially with some of the projects we've had going on. You know, I, I got a soft spot, uh, spot in my heart for the uh, park board. You know, me, me and Sherry, I ran as a write-in the first time, my first term. Uh, she was elected. You know, we got sworn in together. We worked together for, uh, uh, what, uh, eight, nine years. To, and, uh, you know, we ran together our, for our second terms. Uh, and the whole time I was on that park board, and the reason I ran for a second term was to continue to these projects that we we're doing. You know, mainly Priest Park was up in the air then. We were still trying to get that equipment to make that uh, ADA accessible. Uh, you know, we just had a lot of good things going on. And, you know, a six-year term is a long term, but they're all devoted to it. I can't say enough about our park board. You know, they're elected officials. Uh, one of the few cities in Iowa that has elected park board. And uh, I think they take their job very seriously, uh, considering there's no pay on this uh and you know i i told sherry you know uh i'm i'm was so happy to get to work with her and i i appreciate everything she's done as well as all the other members uh you know uh Alyssa mcginnis got elected uh cheryl mulligan will start her first full term uh for she was appointed after i was elected mayor and so, you know, as we move forward, you know, that board continues to to work and be successful and provide uh, what we need. You know, if a town of 18 parks, uh, that's a big job. And, and I do applaud them for everything they do. And the work continues on the floor there, the new floor at the old uh, armory. And that's coming along. too. Yeah, it's actually done. Uh, there was some I think it was uh, wrestlers in there last night or, or little kids basketball when I went by to go to the meeting. And so it was neat to have the doors open, look in there and see that pretty floor and see the kids in there using it already. Roger, thanks for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you in another couple of weeks. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Oh, absolutely, Mike. Same to you, and uh, I wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving and be safe. You bet. That's Shenandoah Mayor Roger McQueen here on the Morning Line on KMA.